What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. Holy cow, it's Thursday night. That's right, it's Beer Show Night right here on 1500 ESPN. As always, you can find us online at 1500ESPN.com and also available on Podcast One, live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. This is The Beer Show. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, sir. Why do you do this to yourself? Why do you have baseball playing on the big ro- uh, the TCL Roku TV? Well, I do it for two reasons. Okay. Number one, it's funny because like when I'm at home, yes, she'll say, why are you watching? You never watch golf. But yeah. I watch golf and I watch I love baseball. Sure. So anytime there's baseball on, it's going to be on, especially no when what. it's on this beautiful TCL TV. Um, I like seeing green grass. Oh, I want to see that blue feeling. water. You know, they're Joe had uh, the Mexico. What's the, they're playing in Mexico City? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but the, it was just PGA like, oh my tournament. god, look okay. at that pristine water. Yeah, and it's I know. just it's gorgeous. It does feel nice. It makes watching. it feel like it's spring. Look at that. He's doing an interview. His pants aren't even buttoned up. Right. Who is that? Uh, that would be uh, Nelson Cruz. He is just sitting there. His like pants are unbuttoned. He has no right. idea. Do you think that's? Are you clear? a spring training guy? Uh, you know, I, a little bit. Because you're a Florida guy. Yeah, I've, I go to a few games. Uh, or I shouldn't say that. I've been to a few games down there in, mm-hmm. in sunny Fort Myers. It's great. Okay, so then I have a question to ask for you, yeah. sir. Okay. Um, because the wife and I, we're gonna go down. Towards the end of the month, um, we're going to go down. We're, it's, I didn't want to go down like s- spring breakish time, sure, because you know everything costs nine times as much. But well, you're, you're going to be down there. It's been years since since we've been to spring training. Sure. Thought, let's do it this year. You know, it's going to be kind of fun. You know, let's let's go down there. So I need to find out, Manny Hill, if you can help me, if you can assist Should me, I just do it. What's on tap now on the beer show? I didn't let Manny know that's Time my to fault. find out what's on tap. Because I already told him to text Pat about something for tomorrow. Sure, that's exactly what working. I was doing. That's yeah. my <laughs> fault, so I apologize. Help me out. Yes. Um, the last time I was in Florida, years ago, before I became you know a dedicated diehard craft beer drinker, yes. do you have a go-to no. local scene? And that's the thing. I've, I've reached out to other people. I don't think that part, and maybe this is a question for Tom and the boys from Elevator in the next segment, but... I, I don't know that they're that... Uh, I was in Jacksonville. I take that back. Sure. I was in Jacksonville in January. Couldn't find anything. There is on Bonita Beach Boulevard, Boulevard between Highway 75 and 41. Okay. I think it's called Bonita Brewing, but I don't know that. Mm-hmm. And I go there every year because where I stay is right there. Okay. And it is a nice little tiny tap room. But there is... I mean, no matter where you go, when you say, can I have something craft? What do they say? Here's Shock Top. Here's Shock Top. There, and there's Literally, nothing wrong with Shock no, Top. No, and you know yeah. what I like? After sitting in the sun and a big slice sure. of orange in there, sure. I'm like, Shock Top tastes Sounds really, really darn And it's three bucks. Yeah. Can I tell you a little story about that? Oh, please. I'm, okay, I'm down in uh, Bonita Springs, which is arguably one of the most expensive zip codes in the United States. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. I go to this little restaurant that's kind of right on the beach, and it's happy hour. And I get happy hour uh, food for $3 a piece. Beers, shock tops for $3 a piece. And I'm with this girl and we sit there and for like $15, we eat a ton of food and have a couple of beers, right? And it's great. A couple months later, I'm up in St. Paul. I go over to a little place on Selby and Western, right? Just in cruddy little St. Paul. Order a drink, it's 16 bucks. And I thought, <laughs> how 
is that possible? How is that possible? I'm in the most expensive zip code in the United States, I'm and drinks are three water. bucks. Right. I'm looking at you. I'm standing with my foot in the ocean, and it's a one tenth of the price of St. Paul. I don't know when things got so out of hand. So let's break this down. You're a business guy. How yeah. can they afford to stay open if they're charging three dollars? You know, we uh, we did go at like this like senior happy hour time, but that was like that's my lunch. Okay. Right. Okay, so I'm gotcha. going for like a late lunch, got and it. then I'll have a late night happy hour afterwards, which they just don't have. So I'll okay. have food later. But it was shocking. I'm like, how is that possible? I was, I was actually kind of pissed. I'm like, Minnesota, come on, St. Paul, how is that possible? So can I ask you a question? Yes. Um, I, I just realized something, and maybe this is a troubling sign um, for me. I just said I hadn't been to Florida in a couple of years, mm-hmm. not realizing that I had just been there in January. I was just well, that was Jacksonville, and I was right? there for like twenty four hours. Yes, you were in for a game and out. <laughs> Wait, Wait no, dummy, I've, you were I've just actually, there. You were just there. <laughs> I'm calling myself out on my own story. <laughs> anyway, so. so well, that's exciting. I think I'm going to be down there when you're down there. I don't know. <gasps> Hopefully, we should we totally have a play date. I think we should. Oh, but I'm, now I'm fun. worried about who's going to run the beer show. If neither. Well, of us I'm are. not leaving until Friday morning. Okay. I specifically planned it around this show. Wow. So that we would Good do it. I fr- had no idea when I was. Gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go down um, Friday. But I, I'm kind, I'm kind of jacked because, and th- by the way. This is how great my wife mm-hmm. is. This was totally her idea, really? right? This was she because she just wanted to go somewhere warm, mm-hmm. um, and so she said, "Well, why don't we go to a couple baseball games and we could just drive around and you know because there's you can go to you know Dunedin, you can go to Clearwater, sure. you can go to Sarasota. There's you know I the I said I just want to see the the Phillies ballpark that's up in Clearwater because Judd raves about it." Yeah, which but is like an hour and a half away. I do you want to be driving all the time? Just relax well, when we're you're gonna down there. Be, well, yeah, that I mean, but there's gonna be one day where that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna okay. be down there for like five or six days, okay. and so yeah, that one of one of those days we're gonna do that, and then sure. the rest of the time, yeah, we're just gonna sit and chill. Okay, because the yeah, you've been to spring training, right? Yes. The, okay, it's, it's a blast. Great, isn't it a great little yes. park? Actually, it's not that little. It's it's pretty cool looking there. I mean, not only have I been there, yeah, that is my ultimate plan. When I become rich and famous and yes. I retire, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be a seat greeter at Hammond Stadium. Can I ask you, um, Royce, has a place down there, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think you're, I mean, you are like one of his sons, basically. Can sure. You just, can you say, scoot over? Yeah, but scoot over. But uh, see, I'm the son that he really doesn't want to claim to other people okay. that he's the father of. <laughs> okay, you know, he's so like, oh, He's not going to let you take the guest room. <laughs> no. Okay, because I know he's really good at taking off his shirt in Hammond Stadium. We were just talking that. about that, actually, uh, in, in the previous hour, that uh, the, the reason that it led up to that was... The infamous J.R. Smith shirtless uh, celebration when they won the championship, right, Manny? After the yeah, after the Cavaliers the Warriors, won. Yeah. Yeah. got it. Yes. And so then Joe Souchere wrote the column, you know, kind of ripping, like, put a shirt on. Sure. This, is, this is a big moment. Be yeah, a, like be an a, adult. Be an adult. Yeah. Um, and then that created its own firestorm. <laughs> and then the next day, Pat and Rookie and I, I'm the one that took the photo, uh, posed right where Manny's sitting, um, and I snapped the shirtless photo, and then that. In and of itself, set Twitter on fire. Really, yeah, it was it was pretty oh, funny. Very that, sorry you had to experience yeah. having to take that picture. <laughs> is that the oh, only time? I, believe me, I encouraged it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you boys really should do this. Is that the only time two men uh, set Twitter on fire being topless? Is that the only time? Is I'm trying to think from our radio station. Yes. Probably, probably. Thank God. <laughs> but Twitter itself—that I can't answer. Yes. Wow, we got—we really veered off. Uh, there was something else I was going to get to, and now I can't remember. But anyway, so. I'm excited for that. Uh, it's it's that time of the year, uh, and I think people. I think this week helped 
because it got warmer out. I know you are not happy about no, it. No, I'll take it because now we're going to spring. It's like going to be almost 50 this Saturday and Sunday. I know. I'm going to get some space in my backyard, some space management. The snow is going to go away. You don't know my backyard, but all I have is a deck. I don't have any grass. All right. So my deck is just you know filled with snow. Well, this it will all be gone after this weekend. I'll, I'll shoot it out onto the sunny parts of the deck and get it all gone. But the hardware store guy and you isn't praying for like one more just dump? No, at this point in time, people are moving to spring. And this is mentally, we move to spring. Okay. Yeah, we have all the stuff for winter still. Gotcha. It's pretty smart. That's Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Manny Hill is guiding us through this hour. My name is Chris Reavers. We have an action packed lineup here this evening before we're done at seven o'clock. So we're going to step aside for just a quick moment. Live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios, this, my friends is the beer show this is the beer show on 1500 espn the only thing possibly more important than what beer you're drinking is where to get it from let's make a beer run with the guys from elevated beer wine and spirits as 1500 ESPN's Beer Show now continues. That's right. It's time for the weekly beer run right here on The Beer Show on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. We welcome in our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities, located at Hiawatha and 42nd in South Minneapolis, and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. Tom is here represented Elevated this evening. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I am. I'm good. I, I, it's, I, I Like you guys know, it's my favorite night of the week. And uh, we're featuring this this month's Beer of the Month. Yeah, just the first of the month. So excited. You know, the, the snow is starting to melt to, to Mike's. Doesn't it feel good? To Mike's uh, chagrin. But um, yeah, so it's March and it, it's a new month and we got a new Beer of the Month. We Each month now we've worked really hard to like come up with something cool and, and unique and, and great value and, and this is month is no different. We're we're gonna maybe set a record. Should we set a record this month? Let's I, th- do it. I I think that's a good idea to set a beer of the month record. Knock on wood, we're gonna do it this month with Bauhaus Brew Labs. We got the boys we got the full crew awesome from Bauhaus here to uh kick off uh the beer of the month at Elevated. Talk about cool and unique too. These guys really run something different. Wouldn't you say when it comes to tap rooms and the vibe of the beer? Yeah. Can, can you see that at retail? I know that's a weird question. Like, can you see their coolness of the, who these guys are at retail? Well, I think it came up a couple times. And, you know, coolness is one thing. But I think, you know, these guys want to have fun. They want to drink good beer. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they put into their brewery, you sure. know, and, and their tap room. It's like it's a cool place to hang out. It's fun. It's laid back. Good beer. You enjoy it. It's not pretentious. And they have a lot of fun with it, so mm-hmm. that's infectious, and and it comes through in in the beer and the brand, and absolutely. I know so. the last time I was there, I got an infection, so it is infectious. <laughs> Jeez, that's pretty good. All right, Mark, really Matt, and Jake are all here representing Bauhaus Brew Labs, and first of all, welcome back to the show, guys. Appreciate you coming on. Thanks. All right, so who's going to step up to the microphone first? Matt, and talk? step right up. Uh, let, let for those that might not be familiar that are listening to the show right now, uh, discuss Bauhaus. Yeah, so uh, Bauhaus really kind of started when I started uh, brewing beer at home in 2005. And the next 10 years, I geeked out about brewing and uh, started really getting into lager styles and perfecting lager styles. And so that's kind of our focus at Bauhaus. It's 75% of what we do are uh, lagers that we've sort of reimagined for 
we like to say the 21st century American craft beer palette. So we're not doing super traditional versions of lager beers, like a really traditional Czech Pilsner. Our Pilsner is wonder stuff. It's um, a traditional base, but we use some really cool American hops to give it like a modern sort of slightly citrusy character that you wouldn't have in, say, like a Pilsner or Quell or something more traditional like mm-hmm. that. And is that because, did you, uh, I guess, pick that style because you personally are a fan of that? Or is it because this might appeal to a wide-ranging base here in the Twin Cities, or is it a combination of both? Well, it's a combination of both. You know, I uh, one of my local bottle shops, I would go in frequently and sort of realize, hey, there's like not a great, really interesting locally produced craft lager. And that was the stuff that I was making at home. And I was like, you know, I think that a lot of people would like this. And so we started exploring, you know, the market at the time, um, you know, just three and a half years ago, but already in that time, you see a lot more lagers from local breweries, mm. which is a really cool thing. How bad was that first batch you brewed back in 2005? <laughs> oh, man. Um, it was, I still remember what it was. It was the the Big River Brown Ale oh. kit from Midwest Supplies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Kits. Everyone does a kit right yeah. off the bat, right? Yep. That was the only kit I ever brewed, and then I, I started creating my own recipes after You only that. did one? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And then I, did you, because it just, it didn't turn out the way you had planned? No, so you it actually... It was actually the opposite. It actually turned out to be quite drinkable, and I was really sort of energized by it. And I was cool. like, you know, I'm going to keep keep at this and see, like, well, how would I make my own recipe? And so I just kind of dove in. Look at that, Reavers. We're that close, right? He just told the story. If it would have been crappy, he would have said, oh, brewing's hard. I'm done. <laughs> but it turned <laughs> out kind of good. good. Yeah. yeah, so that the never whole genesis of his house. life could have been turned at one time. <laughs> right. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, you th- I thought you were going to say something, Tom. Well, I, you, no. you had that look like you were going <laughs> to add to... He, he even did his... <clears throat> yeah, that's where yeah. I, I thought he was going. That's called... I have a similar experience brewing beer, and it, you know, the, the secret is it's kind of hard to screw up those beer kits that you get from the local... Yeah, you're right. I mm-hmm. mean, you can, but, like, most often you're getting a drinkable beer, which is so exciting when you're just getting mm. into something. Like, holy cow, I could make this make in this. my house. It's like 67 cents a bottle. And yeah. so, yeah, we did, we went through a couple of, of kits at first, and then we're like, oh, let's, let's, let's take our spin on it. And it's just like, obviously, it spins out of control, and you, and next thing you know, you gotta... 10,000 barrel brew house in Northeast. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's a lot of fun, but you know, you gotta, you gotta make the, the good, the good juice. And, and I think they're doing it. So let me ask you a question, you know, given you guys' location, you know, I've been to your facility before. Does it help given that you've got a lot of places in and around your area that help kind of foot traffic or is, does it provide greater competition, thus making it that much more difficult? You know what? It's you know we we have such a great community in and around our brewery sure. in Northeast, and everyone's super supportive. Whether it's fellow brewers or retailers, um, there's just a really cool sort of collective mentality over there that um, that just appreciates what we do, and we like we appreciate what they do. And I would say it's a lot of mutual support um, rather than outright competition. Um, well, and like. Hey, Mark, yeah, step right up. Yeah, guess, even know. when we were looking at different facilities uh, before we found our current location, we were uh, kind of looking for to get out of Northeast. Um, oh, really? Because we wanted to be sort of separate. We wanted to separate ourselves and be something like this is a unique place. Luckily, we found our building, and it is just like we, yeah, we found sure. the diamond in the rough, like a, a perfect building, perfect location for us. And actually, yeah, like the foot traffic, the amount of people who are – since we have almost nearly 10 uh, breweries in a square mile, um, mm-hmm. there's so much foot traffic and people who are going from place to place to place 
So emphasis on foot traffic instead of right. driving traffic. So, Mark, <laughs> um, you know, you you have like arguably one of the best tap rooms in town, right? Especially in Beer East, it's it's. People I'll go ahead and agree with that. Yeah, sure. I'll absolutely agree with that. <laughs> and, and newly renovated. And newly actually. renovated. Okay. And how is it to? Um, get out there in the market now. Are you finding it much more difficult to sell, you know, on premise or off premise, like to the elevateds of the world? Is or is it? Does your beer just stand for itself? Everybody knows you in this market because you guys are so unique. But explain that process. Well, uh, like with off premise, there's there's usually a decent amount of shelf space uh, that you can currently, you know, make room for a beer to come in. Mm-hmm. In on sale, like restaurants or bars, you know, there's a finite number of taps. Sure. And with the increase of uh, the number of breweries in the state, like jumping in the last two to three years, that area has become pretty competitive. Um, the one thing that we try to stand by is like we we pretty much try never to brew gimmicks. We try to brew uh, the beer that we really enjoy, the craft beer that we like to drink. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Stuff, our Pilsner, is usually. One that kind of it's your number one beer. I that's the number one beer and on sale, and that's like what we kind of want to. We want to see that beer in as many places as we can, mm-hmm. um, just because it is our main flagship. Sure. Bauhaus Brew Labs is the guest here on the beer show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. They are the featured beer of the mm-hmm. month. Let's talk about your beers. You just mentioned one, but I do kind of want to run the gamut in the portfolio of the beers that you guys have on tap. You have in circulation right now, and some of the beers that you guys feature year round. Yeah, we've got four really, really great year-round beers. Three of them are lagers. 75% of what we do is lager beer. So we've got the multiple international award-winning Wonder Stuff New Bohemian Pilsner. Um, we've got um, a really cool black lager called Stargrazer. Um, it's the darkest and lightest beer that we brew. Is that what Frat's got right here? It's the darkest yet lightest beer that they yep, brew. That's you get cool. That? Jet black in color, really light and refreshing in flavor. It's mm-hmm. honestly, it's a patio beer. Yes. Um, it just looks really dark. We've also got um, Wagon Party, which is a West Coast style lager. Um, some of your more nerdy listeners might understand that style better as California Common or Steam Beer, sort of our take on it. And then um, finally, we've got an American IPA called Sky Five, um, just to round out the portfolio, put an IPA out there. It's really, really great. Um, are you going to ask your IPA question now, Mike? Is this the time you're going to no, do that? No, what, which one should I ask? Why don't you guys make 15 different styles of IPA? <laughs> yeah, because everybody loves IPAs. Okay, you're not going to ask that just, No, not this time. Okay, okay. okay. Go ahead. Yeah, so the <laughs> I ask is, where is their New England IPA? And say, why, is, why don't you have a New England? What's, what's the next hazy beer you're going to come out with? Right. It's one that's surprisingly clear. Oh, it's yeah. a, <laughs> the clearest hazy beer ever. Yeah. In fact, we, we actually did put out sort of a New England-ish style IPA mm-hmm. last fall called Crop Circus. Um, it was a double IPA, and the, the idea was that it would be just as juicy and hoppy as a New England-style IPA without the pulpy haze. You sure. said you did put it out. Did it not we go did. over well? Or what oh, was... no, we sold out of it immediately, so we're going to brew twice as much this, this next time. I was going to say, so screw that. We don't sold you, too much. Don't you love that? We sold so much. We're going to brew—you're not going to make that a regular everyday beer then? No, it's it's supposed to be just a special thing. I mean, okay. that we're not hanging our hat on IPA. Um, you know, a lot sure. are our focus, but you know, we can make some really great ideas. Little tip, business tip. You make what people want to drink. <laughs> well, just actually, go ahead I mean, and they, just make they, the one. They have a seasonal coming out right now, which is really exciting. It's coming back. Is this the second or third year now? It's only the third year we're third doing year. it. Yeah. Copper pop, hoppy red lager. Mm. Yeah, which is really and tasting it, great. In the it's really room. fantastic this year. Um, this year we tweaked the recipe a little bit. It used to have a portion of rye malt in it. We actually took it out this year because we wanted to make it a little more refreshing and smooth drinking. Um, so it's a really nice red-colored um, lager beer with just a nice resiny, piney, citrusy hop profile. Finishes clean and dry. Just a really nice sort of segue into the warmer months that uh, 
are hopefully coming soon. A couple of minutes left here with our friends from the Bauhaus Brew Labs, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. You know, Mike mentioned at the start of the interview that you guys do have a cool, unique vibe um, to you, not only your beer, but your location. Um, which one, which of you three are in the band and uh, what talk about the performances <laughs> that you guys feature? But, but it's, <laughs> it's really cool because you, know, you, you got to kind of find your own little niche and you got to kind of find a cool, unique angle that's going to, you know, have people kind of migrate towards your beer. Right. Well, me, me and Jake play in the band Viva Knievel and, and, uh, <laughs> and, Matt, Matt, and Matt, yeah. For a long time. And, you, and Matt got kicked out. Yeah. Is that why? Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah it, it was, it was, yeah. He, he played the triangle. So he the groupie. Yeah. It, got, yeah. it got weird. Yeah. And some internal <laughs> stuff. <man. laughs> some Yoko stuff I don't want to talk yes, about. Right. Right. No, I'm kidding. But no, uh, we actually, yeah, most of them, actually, I'd say the majority of our employees at Bauhaus are musicians, mm. which makes weekends horrible for trying to schedule. Like, I bet. Sure. I can't work. I got a gig, yeah, man. I got a gig. It's at a coffee shop and you're getting tips. Oh, yeah. 50 bucks. Right. Right. Listen, I'm on an American Legion tour right now and I need the week off. So, no, and uh, we were trying to find a, a way to basically... Um, express ourselves musically while being uh, without you know having to do original music and like the cover band idea came about and so we're technically the house band Um, but yeah and it's also an excuse for me to be in a band with my brothers where creative differences can't get in the way the songs are already written you know what I mean (laughs) you can only sing uh Never going to give you up that many ways. Right. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Do it again. Do, Do it, it again. again. All right. So people are hearing this and they want to find out more information about the beer, about your location, taproom hours, things of that nature. Everything's available online, I assume. It's all online. Facebook is your friend. Um, you can find all of our all of our new releases, all of our hours on there. We also have a website, BauhausBrewLabs.com. Um, we're on Twitter, Instagram. Awesome. Hey, thanks for coming in and continued success, man. Hey, thanks a lot. Always a treat having you guys. Thank you, Jake. You were the best. Bauhaus Brew Labs is the featured beer this month, and I'm guessing a tasting will be available at Yes, we have two tastings on Friday in Minneapolis from 4 to 7 and Saturday in White Bear Lake from 3 to 6. Come out, check out Bauhaus, taste through the full lineup. Wait a minute. I just heard extended hours for this particular tasting. Yeah, it looks like we're doing 3 to 6. That's awesome. Yeah, we're just going crazy. Uh, So, Copper Pop next week, but Right now, all month long for the month of March, Bauhaus Brew Labs, 12 packs, normally maybe a good price, $15.99, elevated $13.99 all month. It's crazy. You can't beat it. Uh, You can just load up. They got the mini pack. They got the wonder stuff, and they have the... Uh, Sky Five in twelve packs, so any, you know you just load up for uh, any kind of St. Patrick's Day party you might have. Fantastic, thanks, buddy. Thank you. We'll talk to you again next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Weekly Beer Run. Find more information online at the Beer Show page, whew, at fifteen hundred ESPN dot com. That's Fratelloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We'll be right back. It's Reavers and Fratelloni live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios, and uh, we're talking Brewers Ball, ladies and gentlemen. I can't, can't believe. Wait. It's it's a month away. April seventh, baby. I can't believe it's a month away, yeah. uh, folks. If you're unfamiliar, uh, this is uh, we've been involved with this for a couple of years now. It's an event that's near and dear to my heart for no other reason than just just the emotion that runs through the night, and uh, we get to you know get in touch with a lot of people that have been affected by uh, cystic fibrosis, and we have a couple of people in the studio now that are going to be p- tied with that event for various reasons. Um, but f- find out more information online. Go to 1500ESPN.com, search Brewers Ball, and come hang out with us. It's a fun night. 
everybody gets involved. Fred, you've been at every single one, I, just I like me. I have been, and one thing that throws people off is they think it's a ball where they have to get really dressed up. They do not. No. Right? I'm going to wear jeans and a dress shirt or I whatever. wore a tuxedo t-shirt, and I was the MC last yeah, year. Well, you usually wear a suit. <laughs> this is. I feel bad for Reavers because every event you go to what? that's beer-related, you're hosting, so you can't drink there until after the True, but yeah. I. but it's so much fun, and it's all for such a great cause, Absolutely. and it just it unites... So many different avenues of, of things that I'm involved with with my life. So it's it's just a blast. And again, it's April 7th, International Market Square. Come down, come hang out, and have a good time with meet us. Meet Reavers. And meet meet Reavers and Fratelloni. And uh, meet a couple of people that are here in studio. Let's first talk to uh, Curtis Wilcox. How are you, Curtis? Good, good. Glad to be here. So you are one that is directly affected uh, with cystic fibrosis. Tell us about your story. Well, it starts about 17 years ago when we found out my daughter, uh, before she was even born, had a disease called cystic fibrosis. Mm-hmm. And our roller coaster ride started then, and uh, you know, 17 years later, we're happy to uh, still be fighting the disease for so many other people. But uh, for us, the turn happened two years ago or a year and a half now, where my daughter unfortunately needed a double lung transplant because the progression of the disease disease happened a lot sooner than when what mm, we anticipated. Sure. And um, we had a long fight. 2016 was a very, very difficult year for our family. And for Emma, and uh, it's it's still hard to talk about. Sure. Um, I, I can imagine. I mean, I, I remember, you know, when, when I was first uh, approached about uh, doing something like the Brewers Ball, you know, my, my son, that's now six, was one year old, and I was seeing all of these stories and just thinking, oh, oh my God, I'm, I'm one of the lucky parents that has a child that has doesn't have to deal with that. And, sure. I, and it touched me in that way, knowing how strong a lot of these parents, just like yourself, have to be when there's virtually nothing you can do outside of, being a part of fundraising efforts just like this. Curtis, is, do you have a daughter or a son? I have both, actually. Okay, and the one with cystic fibrosis? The one with cystic fibrosis is my daughter, okay. Emma. So how do you look at your daughter, Emma, and I don't mean to get all weird, but when she's going in for a double lung transplant, what do you, what do you think of? As I, My daughter, I took her to the doctor today because she had a fever of 100. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, you know, that was nothing. And I, I can't imagine looking at my sweet 16, 17-year-old daughter thinking, okay, this is a big deal. What do you do? It's probably the craziest day of your life. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, when I describe it to people, I describe it to be like, oh, imagine a movie where you're seeing families go through this, only there's no music playing in the background. Sure. This is your real That's life. That's a great point. And it, it's really surreal, and you really don't know how you got there. You just know you're there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll do anything in that moment. You'll give anything in that moment to, to have any... Any more minutes, hours, sure. days to hold on to your child. Yeah. And so you just hope and believe that everything is going to be okay. And honestly, for us, it, I mean, it's to, 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 to take in the factor that what has to happen for your daughter to live is really hard to take. Mm-hmm. Really hard to accept. To die, right? So yeah. obviously, it's, it, it brings on a whole new joy to your life and belief that. Uh, you know why you keep fighting and uh, and uh, want to to help other kids and other families so they don't have to go through what we and Emma did mm-hmm. go through. So one of the things I think that's worth pointing out here that we are aware of and 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 a lot of people might not be right now is that the reason that we put on events like this I'm saying we like I do anything mm-hmm. I just go up there and talk <laughs> but the reason that events like this are put on is that the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation receives absolutely zero government funding. Um, all of the money that's raised for the cure for this disease is all through grassroots grassroots efforts, just like this. We call it venture th- philanthropy. 
And I know that you have been a part of this, um, you know, for years now, given your association with your daughter. But tell people why it's important to support events either like this with the Brewers Ball or other events that are associated with cystic fibrosis. For us, it's never been a question since she was young that we knew right away that. <clears throat> See, it's it's, it's still, okay. It's still hard. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine when she was born. It was like you made a promise. It's like okay, we're gonna we're gonna find a way to fix this, mm-hmm. and. Um, so we started doing fundraising with this foundation really early when she was young and have di- continued to do the walks, the climbs, and the galas because we knew that no matter what happened with us, we needed other families to be okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, for us, even after, you know, we went through the transplant and so much in our lives, we still see kids out there. And unfortunately, the real story is we still lose kids to this disease. Mm-hmm. That's hard to talk about, but it's real. Mm-hmm. And we don't want that. No. I, I don't. I don't want to see that anymore. And but the reality is, this money we're raising in this event is helping so much because the drugs that have been developed just in the last two years are absolutely incredible at adding years to these children's lives. I mean, our lifespan now for CF patients is is longer and more years than it's ever been and that's because of all of these families and all these people in events and people like you that get involved in this because we don't get any government funding sure we don't we we essentially only have about 30,000 patients in the US that's not a lot of people mm-hmm. so we can't get major drug companies to invest in us we had to go out and find that mm-hmm. in the foundation and pay for that exactly yeah. and pay for that ourselves and what we found is companies that were willing to invest in us via us paying them to do so. But guess what? It's worked. Yeah. Oh, and we're worked. seeing dividends from that now, Reverse. and we're going to see them continue to grow. Just imagine, and I know this is weird to say in front of him, but imagine having a daughter that if you knew enough money was coming in, that you could extend their life for real, right? Mm-hmm. For real. And and hoping that that money comes in and that science catches up fast enough for your daughter or son or child to make it to that cure. Because this is something that they think, I mean, uh, was it 25 years ago? I mean, the likelihood to last to 16 was almost non-existent. Now it's 47. That's a big jump. That's doubling in in 20 years. Well, is it going to double again in another 20 years? Or maybe three years it's going to double again. Who knows? Absolutely. I mean, we're super excited. Because I don't want to, I mean, like I said, I don't want to see other families have to go through what we did. And with the new drugs that have developed, I mean, it is crazy to believe mm-hmm. that that old CF, you know, nursing homes are going to be right, there. Right. They're not going to be CF nursing homes. They're just going to live like everybody right. else does. And that's awesome because back in the day, they didn't go to college because they're like, Why? But now it's real. That's mm-hmm. cool. And it's because of events like this. Wow. Well, Curtis, continued strength, my man. And uh, we'll see you uh, the night of the Brewers Ball. Thanks. Awesome. Let's talk about the event itself. Uh, Brian Rubenzer. Did I pronounce your name correctly, Brian? Uh, Rubenzer. 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 You, you were Dang so it. close. I was so close. They always uh, chop that up. You are uh, here on behalf of this particular event, but uh, you are the owner of Cherokee Steakhouse? Yep. I own uh, Cherokee Tavern in West St. Paul, and we also own Bree Cater which we've been in business uh, for 13 years now. And then we purchased the Cherokee 
uh, last July. So this so. is how sweet the spread is going to be sure. at the Brewers. And you're familiar, good. Michael, because I'm familiar with Cherokee. I've been going there for what you said. What the last owner's owned there for forty years, forty seven years. Yeah, I mean, I've been going there all my life. Cherokee Steakhouse. So it's you're the problem. And no, he bought. No. This is kind of funny. I'm going to digress real quick. Go ahead. He bought a legend of a restaurant. Which is, you can't always get those. No. It would be like buying the Lexington or, or buying uh, Manny's or Hardware. buying Fratelloni's Ace yeah. Hardware. That's not so easy to get. So good for you, Brian. Well, thank That's you. a pretty yeah, you impressive know, it's, thing. Uh, the, the cool thing is, actually, it's been named the Cherokee Tavern since, nineteen, I think, 1933. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of people ask, are you going to change the name? I'm like, well, no. Why? No. Yeah, are you well, kidding it's me? It survived yeah. as Cherokee Tavern since 1933. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, you know, it's nice to keep that. But, no, we're... You know, we do a lot of fundraisers. You know, we did a, a thing for Thanksgiving where we fed. We're supposed to feed 3,600 people. We end up feeding about 4,400. And it was... It How was, do you accompany when, oh, by the way, another 800 people well, just decided to show up? You know, all I got is I pray. You know, a lot, when, before events like this, you have to pray. Sure. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is, like, you'll, you'll do an event for 200 people, and it all works out. You know, all of a sudden you have, you know, you played up 200 people, you have four steaks left, a half pan of mashed potatoes, and a half pan of green beans, and... Whatever. It's like, wow. That was so, close, yeah. So after the 4,200 or 4,300, actually, I, I couldn't believe when I looked at it, we had half pan of mashed potatoes, you know, half <laughs> pan of green, <laughs> like one pan of turkey. I'm like, wow, how did that happen? How like after that, happen? that many people. So, Is it kind of like having Thanksgiving dinner, you know, at mom's where you're like, I, I'm hoping there's a ton of leftovers so yeah. I can bring and stuff. Just and there's, just not, and there's yeah. nothing no, left. It just kept going and going and going. So and we've done stuff for uh, lymphoma research, uh, make a wish. And, you know, when, what are you going to do at the Brewers Ball, though? You know, I was just talking to these guys as we we're sipping on some, you know, distillery stuff and brewery, you know, beer in the and, green room. Yep. Yeah. So uh, the guy that owns Brew Distillery, he's got a beer. Bartley got Bar- to him. Bartley yeah. from Damn Bent, it. Yeah, Bent Bartley Distillery. Yeah. It's called uh, Loop. Giga Loopin. Giga Loopin. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, well, so when I was told I was going to do something in the the VIP room, I had to do something a little special. So we have this uh, uh, voodoo shrimp that I've had, you know, this recipe for a long time. So. As we're t- we brought some in today so they can try it. And we're like, voodoo shrimp with gigaloop and glaze. So, oh, my God. I think that's what we're going to do. That is spectacular. <laughs> and we just came up with that now. So that's that's how those things work <laughs> See, out. See, that's what happens. That's the magic of the beer <laughs> so show. So, Reavers, give me a rundown because the people who haven't been to the Brewers Ball before, yes. how many brewers are going to be here and how many, uh, what what are we going to eat? Just walk me through well, a little it, bit it's, of that. It's a fun event because it it's just seems like it continues to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the cure. It just continues to get bigger and better. Sure. And hopefully, you know, it's ultimately going to lead to what we all hope is the end goal and the cure for this, this horrible disease. Mm-hmm. But it's fun because all of the brewers that are there, I mean, owners for the breweries show up to sample the beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30, 30, thank you very much for the number. 30 different breweries are going to be there with three special chefs that are going to be on hand for this event. It's so much fun. I cannot stress enough how important this cause is. Thank you, Jackie. Jackie didn't want to be on the radio, but a she bunch just gave of me the beer. A casual environment, it just, some it live makes, auction, silent auction thing. Absolutely, and yeah. it's it's a uh, it's it's controlled chaos for a couple of hours mm-hmm. throughout the night, and I'm privileged enough to be asked to be be a part of it once again. April seventh. So, uh, give us a shout out, quick, Brian, um, for people that want to uh, find out more information about you and the restaurant. Yeah, just uh, you know, uh, CherokeeTavern.com. Uh, we you know we have great specials during the week. We got a wild bus that we're trying to promote. Uh, they they closed down the bridge that leads to downtown St. Paul Smith Avenue, so it's closed all December. So we figured, hey, we'll we'll get the folks to the wild game. So there you go. We're trying to be creative on how to uh, accommodate the neighborhood patrons. Uh, one one big thing is we're chef driven. 
uh, myself and two of my chefs all came from Lake Elmwind, so we're food's very important to us, and, and being consistent is is pretty big. But um, we have private parties. We got two private party rooms that we we do there. So, and you know, if we we have to close down the whole restaurant for class reunion, we actually did it three times <laughs> cool. this year. You know, one for um, you know some folks in the area. So so we're pretty flexible, pretty creative, uh, easy to work with. Uh, that's pretty much it. Awesome. So, well, thanks for coming on and thanks for being a part of the Brewers thank Ball. You. Appreciate Re- it. Really yep. appreciate it. Thank and uh, I'm being told, ladies and gentlemen, if you are out there listening right now that we have not one but two pair of tickets to join us VIP tickets by the way to join us at this year's Brewers Ball it's going to be phenomenal April 7th at International Market Square let's give those away Manny to caller 5 and 6 right now to 651-646-8255 if you're listening to us outside of the metro area 877-615-1500 two pair of VIP tickets to this upcoming uh, year's Brewers Ball hosted by yours truly, all to benefit the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Thank you, gentlemen. We will step aside one more time and come back to wrap things up. This, live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios, is The Beer Show. Final segment of The Beer Show here on 1500 ESPN. Reavers, Fratelloni, and an old friend of ours has roamed in here to the studios, our friend Bartley from Bent Brew Stillery Online. It's bentbrewstillery.com. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm good. First of all, let me grab this dump button here. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I see whiskey on ready. the counter, so I'm going to grab this just to make sure we're set and ready to go. No, no. Someday, just, you know, no, no, about 100 years from now, I'm going to eulogize <laughs> Bartley, and I'm going to say... Uh, here you really think you're going to outlive Bartley? Well, I'm just hoping. <laughs> and then I'm going to just say, the one guy who was ever dumped from the beer show. <laughs> well, not true anymore. Oh, really? Not true anymore. Oh, really? But you were the first. You oh, were the first. Yeah. Really? I didn't know. I, don't I think it might have been in your absence. Okay. I, I think it might have been I, I, in your absence. Was it BC or someone like that? We're not going to name any names. We're not going to name any names. See, you wear it as a badge of honor. You do wear it as a badge of honor. Anyway, so welcome back, sir. How are things? Oh, things are great. Everything's running around. We're running around like chickens with their heads cut off because we got so many fun things going on. I see it you guys all mm-hmm. over Twitter with all sorts of cool new whether it's, you know, uh, different beers, different uh, liquor. Yeah, you guys are yeah. all over the place right now, which oh, is awesome. It's absolutely. It makes my heart warm. Sir. You know, and this is something that we've been working towards for the last four years um, is starting to get more spirits on the market. You know, we're really climbing with the beers and, and, and our, our seasonals are really getting set with some mm-hmm. really cool, fun seasonals. And and now I'm getting the chance to spend more time on the spirits as well. And that, to me, is really why I started this business was to do both. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting the, the beer going and getting that uh, nice constant rhythm of what we're making, plus all the fun little special things and all sure. that, was, was in order to free up my time so I can start making spirits mm-hmm. and start really filling barrels and doing some real fun things with that, too. You know, I, I am, I, I, I not say I go both ways. But I like both spirits. Sure. And well, beer. I, I'm looking at this this uh, bottle of whiskey, and I know you know when when we met you years ago, and then when we got the chance to be at your facility, even before it opened, yeah, I knew that this was a giant passion project of yours. Yes, absolutely, it oozes yeah. out of me sometimes. So tell me about it. <laughs> well, what we got right now is Punish 95. It's going to be our next release. It's releasing on St. Patrick's Day. Punish 95 is a rye whiskey. It's our first rye whiskey that we've done. Um, it's about a year in barrels and then finished with pimento wood. We actually age it for a little bit of time, about six weeks, on pimento wood after it's fully <laughs> aged and matured in the barrels. Hmm. This gives it an extra bite. And I don't know if you're familiar with rye whiskey. Rye mm. whiskey is made out of the rye grain, just like rye bread. Mm-hmm. You know, rye bread has that little sharpness sure. to it. 
that wheat bread doesn't. Mm-hmm. This is why rye has that bold, you know, kind of spicy flavor to it. Makes a great Reuben. Absolutely. Yeah. So you throw some uh, corned beef in your shot glass, <laughs> and that actually might be an interesting, fun thing to play with. But... See, he's just all full of ideas. <laughs> but Amongst this... other things, he's full of. I'm kidding. <laughs> Continue. Yes, the, the eyes are blue, not brown. Um, but yes, this is uh, a 95-proof whiskey, and it's 95% rye grain, so it's got a really good dry rye bite, and then aging it, finishing it with this pimento wood, charred pimento wood, which pimento wood is the same thing that they use to smoke jerk chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, it adds another little bit of spiciness to it. So uh, when I'm drinking this, should I drink this? I had it in the green room just in a shot glass. Should I drink this on ice with a splash of water? What, or should I let it just you, tell me how to best drink this? You know what I do is, is I turn up the bottle and chug, uh, but we won't okay. go there. Okay. Um, I'm kind of hardcore. No, actually, the best way to drink this is in a Manhattan. Okay. A Manhattan, a Boulevardier, um, mm-hmm. an old-fashioned. Okay. Something like that that really allows the flavor of the spirit to come through. Sure. Um, if you do enjoy spirit straight, definitely mm-hmm. do it straight. Um, I do like mine straight uh, um, occasionally. With, you have to uh, have some hair on your chest for that. You know, yeah. Right? You, you haven't seen me with that shirt on. Okay. Someone, Speak for yourself, uh, yeah, right, Lonnie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wear a sweater in yes. the summertime. <laughs> um, and it, it really is, is what is your flavor? What is your taste? Um, a lot of people like uh, a nice cube. Some people like a little bit of water. Mm-hmm. Some people like a cocktail. You know, I'm not partial. Sure. You know, personally, I do drink it warm, room temperature, straight. Um, but if I had the chance... And wasn't lazy. I would definitely mix up a an old fashioned or a Manhattan. You know, again, something that, mm. that really complements the flavor and lets the flavor shine. Can through. actually add to it. You definitely yeah. don't want to mix it with Dr Pepper. Sure. If you do, just don't tell me. Or sure. Jolt Cola. <laughs> or Jolt you're, Cola. You're just you're wasting yeah, the flavor. Nothing as against Red Bull, but uh, don't well, put it. Are, with are Red most Bull. whiskeys ninety five? What am I? No, most whiskeys are eighty proof. Eighty. So eighty f- proof is okay. the indus- industry standard. Okay. Um, and that's simply because the industry decided to make more money. Okay. Out of the same batch. So they wanted to at make less point, booze or le- okay. at one point in history. If you think back to the old West days. Mm-hmm. When someone gave you a watered-down whiskey, that yeah, was 80 pissed. proof. Yeah, okay. You get the bottle smashed on your head sure. and you shove through a plate glass window, mm-hmm. right? Um, whiskey used to be barrel strength, which is closer to 120. Okay. That's what our previous whiskey release was, 120. Sure. Um, and actually, if you go to Elevated, you can probably pick up a bottle of that still. It's very rare to find because mm-hmm. most of it's sold out. Mm-hmm. But I think Elevated still has a little bit. Um, and that was our previous release, but okay. that is 120. They recently, over the last hundred years, decided to start putting it at 80 proof, which makes their batch size 50% bigger without sure. costing any more money. Got All it. right. I want to focus back. we got a couple of minutes left here at Bartley. Uh, Bent Brustillery, by the way, is the guest here. Bartley from Bent Brustillery. Bentbrustillery.com is the website. They're over there in Roseville, Minnesota. A beautiful tap room. A really cool spot. Free parking, which Huge is an added bonus. Yes. Um, so you won't run out of that. But I want to shift gears now. Let's let's focus back on the beer. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we featuring right now at Bent Brustillery? At Bent Brustillery, we've got Uber Lupin. Mm. It's fun to say. Um, it's also fun to drink. Uber Lupin is uh, a 100% German black IPA. We call it a Schwarz IPA. Schwarz being German for black. Mm-hmm. Also, Uber being German for super. Lupin being a shortening of the word lupulin, which lupulin is the, the bitterness, the, the chemical that is the bitterness of hops. 
So Uber Lupin, um, it's delicious. It's about 8.3% ABV. It tastes like a dark IPA. It's the perfect balance between a stout and an IPA. That the real so, beer nerds are that I know love. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's a good one. And that's going to be featured through all the way through St. Patrick's Day, which St. Patrick's Day is our next big party. Uh, we're going to be releasing the the Punish Rye. We're going to be serving cocktails, and we're going to have a new release beer that day as well, a beer called Colin. It is a Irish red stout. Whoa. I don't know yeah. if anyone's ever done that before. An Irish but... red stout. Yes. Okay. You've heard of an Irish red. Sure. And you've heard, heard of, of an stout? Irish stout. Okay. We're making an Irish red stout. So it's going to be like a dark red? Is It, it be... is. Okay. I love how you just red. say bleep the rules. Yes. That's <laughs> what I admire about <laughs> you the most. kind of is who we are. Give right. me that website, <laughs> sir, if people want to find out more information and locate you and Tapper Mowers and things of that nature. It is bentbrucedillery.com. We are in Roseville at 1744 Terrace Drive. All of this is findable on the website as well as our Facebook page. Page, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. We are all over the social medias. Follow us on those and you will be up to date with everything that we do, which is fun parties like St. Patrick's Day and all the new things that we got coming out. Awesome. Always great to catch up with you, my man. Yeah, always great to be here. And uh, we'll see you soon. Oh, one more thing. Can Please. I add? If you come into the tap room anytime between now and St. Patrick's Day and the end of St. Patrick's Day and you say Colin rules... You'll get a free beer. Wow. Nice. A free beer for all you listening, all you audience and listening. And put that into your phone, into your notes so you remember. Colin Rules. Awesome. Got it. Colin Rules. Thanks, Bartley. You got it. That's going to do it for this week's edition of The Beer Show. Thank you, Michael. You're the best, Reavers. You can always check out the podcast. You can find it online at 1500ESPN.com. We're going to make way for college basketball. NBA basketball. NBA Reavers. basketball. I got Sixers, my notes Cavs. wrong. It's a good one. Sixers Cavs will come up right here on the home of Sports Talk in the Twin Cities. We are 1500 ESPN until next Thursday night. Cheers. With Black Friday savings at the Home Depot, you'll find top brand kitchen appliances with innovative features that can do more so your holidays can be more. Ovens with built-in air fryers for baking the perfect cookies. Dishwashers with smart tech to clean everything from bakeware to festive mugs and high-capacity refrigerators to keep leftovers fresh. Shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to $750 on select GE kitchen packages at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through November 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details.